0: yes y'all yes yes y'all you know what it is it's them kids and wives and nine two fives but we are still married to the games episode three nine zero. <laughs> wow that means we yes. are 10 episodes away what? from episode 400 and if you don't know every 100 episodes we get together in Franklin, Tennessee, and we do a live episode all together, and it is so much fun. And uh, why would we change that for this year?
1: Right? Right?
2: Who knows, man.
0: <laughs> but so, you know what? We did change it for this year. We're in a theater. We are
1: in a
2: theater
0: this year, which is crazy. Uh, If you want to check it out, you can go get your tickets at MarriedToTheGames.com slash MTTG400, and we would love to see you there. Yeah, seating is limited, so get on that. Get on it. I've already talked to some folks this week that have their tickets, and it's going to be such a good time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh.
1: I get nervous every time I hear someone say, "Yeah, I got to pick mine up." I'm like, "No, get 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 them." <laughs> yeah, get your tickets
0: first. Yeah. they're not expensive. No, it
1: did work. And those everything weeks are gonna else
2: fly out. by, and then you be like, doggone it." Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly right. Exactly I have to right. listen
1: to the podcast like a regular
0: person now.
2: That's right. How dare <laughs> yeah. you, sir?
0: Like a loser at home. <laughs> right.
2: I don't know about that part, but
0: <laughs> yeah, I <know. laughs> uh, if I didn't mention it's your boy, Gabe Patillo with Tim Router, Ed Placencia and Chris McCracken, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, Tim Router, brother, why don't you uh, yes. hit us off with everything? I, everybody. Number one, I want to say from the top here. Mm. Tim's family. And my family, we 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 live pretty far south of Nashville. Yes. And so our families, our houses are, are safe from the tornadoes yeah. uh, from two nights ago. Uh, it was a crazy, crazy time to be waking up to all those texts. And Tim, you're there in Nashville. I've been out of town. I've been out of town for almost every, every major <laughs> like event, every weather disaster that, <laughs> that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad to hear that you guys are safe. Obviously, that my family's safe. But let us know what else is yeah, going on. In your life, I gotta you? say
3: it's uh, it's been a crazy past couple of days. Yesterday, I I was at home for most of the day um, because it was Super Tuesday. So Piper's uh, high high school, good Lord, Piper, Piper's elementary school uh, was hosting all the voting booths for Super Tuesday here in Tennessee. So she didn't have school, so she was out uh, at a birthday party, and I just had the news on all day, the local news on all day long, just trying to get updates on on what what's been going on and. Um, our friends, the Marshalls, they, uh, they have a a house in Germantown and they, um, they were fine, but like two blocks down from them, there's just destruction everywhere and they don't have power. So, uh, Melanie is staying with us, uh, at the house here and she went up there today and she said, basically in her area, it's kind of a ghost town. If they don't have power, everyone's kind of, uh, staying with friends or doing whatever. But she said it's just—it's kind of like a war zone, man. It's—it's it's nuts. Like, uh, yeah, uh, I was crazy. telling you—you you gave the uh, uh, the burger up that Lem and Neebs and, and Gabe and I and, and the the rest of the crew that we went to and ate at just rubble. Like half of it is just rubble. It's yeah. insane. Like, uh, it's unbelievable how fast and hard this tornado hit. But I've got to say, man, this town is like they don't call it the volunteer state for nothing. Every, but there's like people lining up the, the police department, even yesterday was saying, do not come down here. It's causing too much traffic. Cause so many people want to help out. And it's just um, like, yep. you hear story after story <laughs> of just neighbors and just people coming together, helping each other out, trying to find any valuables. And just um a lot of the, uh, the food, the food trucks are just going in there and they're just do- donating their food. And, and it's just, as as bad as it is, I love when something like this causes everybody to rally and just shows humanity and just how amazing everybody can be in these type of situations and there's just been a a ton of outpouring of love yeah
0: you know what's you know what's interesting too we've got so much bad stuff going on just in our country mm-hmm. um whether it's you know disasters or you know obviously this coronavirus has got people all scared, but I feel like as Americans, and maybe this is just human nature, yep. We always step up yep. to the occasion. And I feel like um um, you know, this is kind of showing no different. You know, we had the flood and we had the tornado from like 20 years ago, and then we had this one, and and so it's been really great to see everybody rally, like you're saying for sure.
3: It's been so cool. And and as you know, I, I watched the Nashville Predators and hockey play, and we played Minnesota yesterday, and Minnesota had a huge banner that says Nashville strong like and so many like hockey teams and people are just they're sending tweets and just everyone's supporting Nashville and uh apparently president trump comes down on friday um the governor has declared it a, an emergency um so we are getting funding for that which is helpful because so many buildings have been either collapsed or in some way destroyed and it's it's really insane how just how the the force of this tornado and there's there was speculation that there was multiple tornadoes it apparently it was just one and it was big and fast and wide and it just basically barreled through north north of Nashville yeah. and then ha- just kept heading east and it was it was insane mm-hmm. so um yeah it's been you know it's been uh, a pretty crazy time, but uh so much it's really cool just so much uh outpour of love and support. I do want to read this to you because I got this this morning. I got it from our boy, Josh Stapleton. He said, hope Lauren uh, you and Piper are well. Lydia and Fluxel from the MTTG community have reached out to me asking my help with a fundraiser for those affected by the tornado in Nashville. The charity that Lydia has selected is the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. She wants to do a 24-hour stream potentially on Saturday to raise funds. This is very early in the organizational process, but oh, I wanted cool. to reach out to streamers I know and trust, engage and interest. Her plan is to do a twenty four hour stream, uh, but I think any fundraising stream would be fine. Let me know, and I can keep you in the loop as this ramps up. Th- that's yeah, L- Lydia's part of the family. That's mm-hmm. kind of like I just wanted to read that because I got that this morning from Josh, and just our community like already is on it. It's amazing, and like Lydia even hit up the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee is one of the major uh, donation points that you can go to because they, you know, that money goes in and that's like immediately goes in and helps whatever needs to happen in in there. And like they, I'm just so proud and so impressed with just how amazing our community is. I don't know any more details of this, so feel free to stay on Twitter and Discord. We'll I'll work with Josh and we'll try and figure out exactly what's happening, but I think this weekend if y'all want to stream and raise some money, uh let's make that happen. I think that would be absolutely incredible. Yeah. So th- so thank you Josh for putting that together. I really appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. So uh let's see. Other than that, uh s- this past Saturday we had our first soccer game. And I'll leave it at that.
4: <laughs> nice.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that went well. Uh, and uh, and uh, Coach Dave and I were like, "Well, I'm kind of glad it's our retirement season." <laughs> it was. What was the score? Uh, well, you don't really keep score, but we keep score. Still not yet. No. No. Piper scored two goals. That's a bonus. Hey, that's good. The yeah. other team scored twenty. Oh Lord, <laughs> hey. have mercy! They <laughs> didn't. <laughs> 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 They didn't score twenty. <laughs> yeah, they did. It was close. Did she to stop
2: it. in the middle of the field to do a cheer? Uh, not this
3: time. But it felt like all the other girls did. Like yeah. nobody, like everybody was just slow and just not, not in it. And and you know what? That's that's fine. It, but like, coach was like, we're supposed to have practice tomorrow. I was like, man, we are going to work them on Thursday. I'm like, all right, let's let's make it happen. But uh, yeah, so that was fun. But yeah, you know, it's not it's not the best way to start out the season, but it, honestly, it's still fun to see all the parents again and see all the girls again. And, and it's, you know, it's more of a social thing for these girls. They are definitely not. I think these girls in particular, like we've had some that, that have come and go and gone on to travel league and, you know, some people, they just, that that's their thing. Like soccer is their thing. I think these girls, this is just another extracurricular activity for them and it's not their passion and, uh, but we've been together for so long that it's, it's kind of great. You kind of have the, this little family. And so I do love that aspect of it. And the parents are always great. Lauren brought some hot chocolate for everybody and uh, you know, cause it was cold that morning and, and it was just a lot of fun. And so we had a good time there. Um, and uh, also on Saturday, I got to jump on a little, uh, a little something, some from uh, the frozen gamer, Mr. Nathan, had asked me to uh, do an interview with him for his uh, YouTube channel, The Frozen Gamer. Uh, oh yeah, it's a it's a new little thing thing. Yeah, huh? it's awesome. It's a we just had a conversation about being a dad and gaming, and it it was so much fun to talk to him. Nathan, thank you so much. Uh, he's posted it up on his fa- on his uh, YouTube channel now. <laughs> and he used a picture of Dirk's Bentley as the cover yeah, he did. which is amazing. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, do you have uh, any pictures of you?" and I guess I didn't get to him in enough time. And uh, and, and he put that up. I'm like, "Yep, that's perfect. Go with that." <laughs> that works great. Wow. So, Nathan, thank you, man. We had a great time. Really good conversations about what it's like to to be a dad and gaming and and uh, you know, we were talking about this amazing married to the games community and and he's been he's been there for for almost day one too. I mean, he came in a couple months after we first started. So it was, it was really great just to, I love just being able to sit down and, and have conversations and just talk. And, and we, we had a great time. So that was a lot of fun. Good. Cool. Yeah, it was good stuff. Um, on the gaming <laughs> front, man, it is uh, Sekiro, Sekiro, Sekiro. Uh, I am on the second ending. Sekiro! That's Sekiro. right. Uh, Sekiro! <laughs> All And man, this boss is just is ripping me up, but I think I've almost got him. I'm going to try probably after this podcast to try and, and get this going. I've probably died like 60 times, but it doesn't matter. Wow. Uh, just having <laughs> so much fun with it. And once you start getting that rhythm and that pattern together then you're like all right he's beat like you get to that point where your confidence is finally like all right he's beatable i just got to do the right things at the right time and boom here we go so I, i've been very close a couple times and so we'll see but just yeah just keep going just keep uh, plowing through sekiro and and just having so much fun with it
2: sick and uh and that is it for me do you have a ge- uh, another game on tap for when that one's done uh, you are so interested in what he's playing
0: next, Chris. It's hilarious. I do not. <laughs> every week you're like, I what honestly, about uh,
2: Neo next? You know, I don't know if you tried Neo yet. What about Neo <laughs> 2? I mean, because this is a whole new router, but more specifically right now, the reason I ask is because you don't be getting into anything too crazy because you got Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> <laughs> around the corner, sir. Yeah. When does right that come corner, out? Baby. April. April 10th.
3: Oh, I believe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Yay. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So great. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. And remember, uh, this is no. just episode one. <laughs> I am. Uh, <laughs> I am just. Stream it. Stream it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I might.
3: That actually would probably be pretty funny. Um, You're good on stream. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. That sounds good. Uh, But yeah, I'm going to just keep (laughs) going with Sekiro and it will probably go through April. I mean, apparently there's a lot more to some of these alternate endings and a lot more Uh, content. So I'm just I'm just going through it and having a ball and getting killed. But it's so much
2: fun. So
3: anyway, that's it for me. There you go.
2: Chris McCracken. Yes. Uh, So all of the extra hours that I put in last week at work are paying some dividends this week because this week is not nearly as hectic as last week was nice, still good. putting in oh, a, little, a little bit of extra time here and there, but not nearly the amount that I did last week. I worked some, a crazy amount of hours last week. Um, but it was, it was all for good stuff going forward. So that's amazing. This past weekend, uh, was my little nephew, um, uh, Tristan. It was his birthday. So our family got together and like his cousins came over and we all got to hang out for a couple of hours on Saturday evening. So that was a lot of fun. Hadn't gotten everybody together in a a pretty good amount of time. I mean, I guess Christmas, but most people, not everybody can always make the Christmas because, you know, you guys split and we've got to go to their parents or the spouse's parents or whatever (laughs) like that. So it was good to get almost everybody there at the same time. Hadn't done that in a while. Um, got to spend some time with my stepmother over the same Saturday. And then on Sunday, we took Ellie for the first time to a dog park. Ooh, uh, how oh, how'd that go? Like, oh. It it went fine in the sense that she wasn't upset or snipping at dogs or anything like that. But at the same time, she just seemed very disinterested in all of it. She just basically oh, hung out oh, next really? to us the whole time. She'd walk huh. around and sniff and whatnot, but she wasn't. I was hoping she'd be like, go actively play with the dogs, you know, get some energy out or whatever. And she just. I have a question. Yeah. What's the difference between a
0: park and a dog park? Like, why can't people just... Is is a park a
2: park just you take dogs there? Well, a dog park, as far as I know, the difference is that there's the part where the dogs are specifically gated so that the dogs can't just... Run freely and go yeah. to anybody, oh, and you have to gated. be yeah. inside there if you want to be in there with the dogs. They so are fenced in. Yes. Take them that off their correct. leash. And- oh, I didn't know they're fenced in. Yeah, there's usually like okay. a larger dog side and then a smaller dog side, and the smaller dogs can go into the bigger dog side, but it's usually cannot be done in the reverse, or it's not supposed to be done in the reverse. Mm-hmm. So, because gotcha. you know, some dogs don't, I've some dogs don't been. mind messing around and playing and having fun with the bigger dogs, but. They like to protect the little ones away from the bigger ones and vice versa. But this is the first one that we had ever gone to. There was this cool one that some friends of ours knew about where it's the right in front of the park. There's all these like outdoor or there's these restaurants and they all have outdoor patios and things. And you can walk up to, to like an outdoor area to, to order your food. So you can walk up there with your dog and they have several different little locations there. So it was really cool. I enjoyed it. I think we will go back and I think she'll warm up maybe a little bit more, but regardless, it was a, a fun time and a neat little place. And since she didn't have a bad time, I'm like, okay, well that means that we can go back a time or two and meet up with our friends or whatever and, and give it another go. Um, but yeah, that was the first time that I'd ever taken Ellie to a dog park or even been to one myself. I think Stacy's mm-hmm. been to one before. Um, but I had never been to one. So that was, it's definitely a new experience for me. Nice. Right, outside of go. that, like I said, this week just it hasn't been quite as much work, but definitely been putting in a little few extra hours and stuff. And so, I haven't had a ton of time to do any gaming, but the one thing that I did do Mm -hmm. is I played through the Final Fantasy VII demo. Oh! oh, 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 oh. Gabe tweeted it out, and he was like, this is not a test. I was like, okay. Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, wait. Just Uh hold on a second. Would you rather say how you feel before (sighs) I say how I feel?
0: No, I just need to take a breath and prepare myself for if this goes... Horribly sideways.
2: But while Gabe is preparing, Chris,
1: how yes. familiar were you with the series going into it?
2: The only Final Fantasy I've ever played, if you guys remember or anybody who's checked out our YouTube channel way back then, was the Final Fantasy XV demo.
0: <laughs> okay. the only thing I've ever played. Oh well <laughs> okay. there you have it. Oh no, my
2: gosh. <laughs> uh, absolutely nothing. I know Final Fan like of Final Fantasy and I know a lot of different things sure. about various games. Right. But I've never played a single one. Because quite frankly, Turn-based stuff just does not interest me in the slightest. Mm-hmm. So yes. it wasn't until 15. That's the whole reason I played that demo when it came out. Cause it's like, oh, I hear this is going to be a full-on action. And I don't know if that was the first one or not, but it was the first one that came out that I had paid attention to. And I was like, okay, I'll give this a try. And the demo was a little strange, but you know,
1: yeah. the yeah. gameplay
2: was fine. I had no problem with the gameplay. I didn't end up picking up the game down the road. Um, mm-hmm. But it was always one of those ones I'd catch. I'd watch and be like, Ah, it's on sale, maybe. And then there just would be something else that definitely was taking my attention. Whereas, like, okay, I don't really want to take the time on that one. But Final Fantasy yeah. VII, obviously being Gabe's favorite game of all time. But on top of that, so many people praise this game so much, and I was like, Okay, mm-hmm. it's it's the live action like combat stuff. It's not this turn based things, even though they kind of incorporate them a little bit together in a way. Um, I was like, This is the one that I feel like. At the very least, I'm gonna give the demo a shot for sure. But then I was like, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna jump into a Final Fantasy, I feel like this is the one that I would want to do. Um, so started up the demo. And actually, to like to really do it right, I was like, okay, because I've been playing for the last, jeez, like six months or so. Most of the time, I would say, I play on a monitor on my computer desk. It's one of my older computer monitors for my older computer. And I just plug in the HDMI there, and that's where I play, so I can be at my desk and and everything like that. I was right. like, nah. This game's going to get plugged in to the HDR port on my 4K TV, and that's how we're playing this demo. That's nice. how I, yeah, that's oh, really? how I wanted, Thank you how for I the wanted respect. to see it. Yeah. Thank you. And for it looked great. It was a mm-hmm. very pretty game. It plays amazingly well in terms of like the frame rate and all that kind of stuff. I didn't have any kind of technical hitches or anything crazy happen which i would expect or not really expect but like if it's going to happen i would hope that it happens in the when they iron that out before the final release kind of thing sure. Didn't have any issues so i feel like the the final game is going to be nice and rock solid in terms of performance um and then so the gameplay i had a lot of fun with it the one thing that kept really tripping me up and i don't remember if this was the case with the 15 demo either but i just kept wanting to hit x to jump and they don't, mm. there's not a jump in that game so I kept hitting that, and they, what that does is that right. brings up a menu where you can choose like your potions to heal yourself or your magic that you want to shoot at whatever enemy that you're dealing with at the time. Um, and then I'm sure there's way more involved with it than that. I didn't really fully wrap my head around it uh, in the yeah. little demo in, the, in just the, my small time playing the demo. And I haven't gone back and replayed the demo, um, so I haven't really been able to dive into it too much more. But I had a good time with it. I can definitely awesome, see like why you. people are excited about it. Outside of just their, their love of the, the game and the series as a whole. What Would
3: yeah. you say, Ryder? I just said, thank you. I nominate you to, to take my place. Well done.
2: Nope, I'm sorry. That is going to be all you, my good sir. Because I'm is going it- to enjoy watching you play through the entire game, all parts.
1: Is it a timed demo where it's like you have an hour or is it you have up until this spot in the game and then it just stops?
0: uh i would you have up into
1: this yeah you have up into a
2: certain spot like you could play it as many times as you want okay um as far as i'm aware i mean again i haven't played it a second time yet but it didn't give me anything like when i got to the end of it it did the typical that some a lot of demos have done in the past where it's like okay and if you want to go to the store and buy it you can click this link and it links you you know where in the the playstation store where i could go and make the pre-order or whatever yeah um but yeah, they at this one point during when it gets to like what I guess you would consider the boss battle of the demo, um, you're working with two characters and your party, and you can seamlessly like switch between them depending on what you need to do. Like if you need to do a, a ranged attack, one of the characters is better for that, so I could switch to that, and then move move back and forth and. I mean, it seemed really cool. I, I, I did not really understand all the magic and outside of the healing potions, I didn't really understand all that part. I didn't really, uh-huh. I just mostly just wanted to slash when I was playing as Cloud with the, the big cool sword, or if I was Barrett because I needed to do some range stuff, because the little guy would jump on a wall and I couldn't reach him with the sword. Then I'd turn to shooting him or whatever. I was having a lot of trouble managing um, their health because I, I just wasn't thinking i was focused on whichever character i was playing so then if i'm not playing cloud let's say he might be really low on health and i just wasn't paying attention then he'd go down and as far as i could tell once they're down you can't revive them or at least i could yeah you
0: can <clears throat> um the hard thing is <laughs> the health is way down in the corner yes it's way away from the action and yes. it's not even
2: that it's down in the corner it's down in the corner and it's a small little thin bar <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i mean there's numbers there yes, that you can glance is. at but Um, Yeah. And if you haven't played a Final Fantasy or you don't know what a Phoenix down is, um, a Phoenix down brings you back to life. So So it's one of the items that you would have gotten from like a chest uh, and then you would have hit X and gone down to the items and chose. But I have to have that in order
2: to bring a character back up, correct?
0: Yeah. In the demo, there's not another way to do it later in the game. Probably you'll have characters that have that magic ability to where they can bring people back. But um, yeah, Phoenix Down is going to be the most the way that most people know how to bring because they did
2: her. establish in 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 the tutorial esque areas where like oh there could be chests that you could see and you can go open them. This is how to open them. And then sometimes there's boxes and if you smash these boxes that are labeled like this, you can get stuff. And I saw them a couple of times, like maybe twice each, but I, I just was paying more attention to the enemies and where they were coming from. I didn't really look around for that kinds of stuff. So yeah, I had no clue that had I tried to search out for those a little bit more that that might be the way and I, when they were down it's like okay the character's not dead because he's just over there on his knees so there's got to be something i'm just missing or not doing right there's got to be a way to bring him back otherwise he would have like been down and out i would have thought you know like laying on the ground or faded away or something if you truly couldn't bring them back but i couldn't figure yeah. it out and i'm trying to beat this dang metal spider and i'm like i ain't got time for this i would just restart it and say i gotta pay more attention to where their health is and use those potions crazy every time that I need to and just make sure that they stay they stay safe um, and I got through it so and I just played on normal I, I I don't know if how the difficulties fare like had I gone on harder or I think there's one underneath that I'm not really sure what the differences are outside of just br- amping up the number of characters maybe on screen but I had a good time with it I'm looking forward to when uh, the game actually comes out I haven't pre-ordered it because I don't really feel like I need to Um, I can just wait till it comes out and then buy it and then download it that day, like while I'm at work or whatever, but looking forward to jumping into it a bit more when it actually finally releases here in April. So you're going to get it. I think so. I mean, that's my plan right now, unless some game, something else comes out that takes my attention. And it's not something that I feel like, oh my gosh, I got to get on on the ground floor like day one. I'm not that concerned about it, but I feel like I'll play it this year. Nice man. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Do you think Ed should try it?
1: I think you should try the demo for sure. Uh, yeah, I have it downloaded. I just haven't been able to, to try it out yet, but I fully intend on it.
0: Yeah. Did you play the... the... Oh, I thought you weren't going to try it because you said you didn't think you would no, like I it. No, I
1: just didn't want to stream the demo because mm-hmm. if I didn't like ah, it, I didn't gotcha. want to poo-poo on something that I just didn't understand.
2: Yeah. Yeah, th- there's definitely like I need to wrap my head around some stuff. Like there's things I know that I'm ignorant of. Like I would, right when I got done playing, I was like, okay, I beat it, but I would like to go watch a video that explains things maybe a little bit better because when I'm just reading yeah. when it's pausing and read these three paragraphs of all this stuff, it's like, man, the minute I hit unpause and I'm starting to attack somebody, I've forgotten everything I just read. Yep. So yep. eventually it will become yeah, muscle yeah, yeah. memory because it's the same way with like God of War and other games where it's like when they have a lot of systems, it just takes time to get your head wrapped around it. I have no no doubt that I can, I can get there. But just in the immediate, right. I was like, ah, I just really want to swing this big sword and hit people. And I really wish there was a jump button. Cause <laughs> there's got to be like, I was wanting to jump up in the air so bad and like do some flippity who whoopily do and come down with that sword and smash somebody. And that wasn't a thing.
0: I wonder, I wonder if you could change your, well, cause there's not a jump button, but there's a dodge button. Yeah. The, mm. Well, the, it's like oh, a which roll, is very right? Different than jump. Or it's a like, yeah, dash it's like a dodge something? roll. Yeah. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's other moves you'll unlock throughout, maybe, that will give you something that's resemblance of a, of a jump, I would assume, but I, I don't really know for sure. I'm very ignorant on the story and, and how the gameplay of... I know the gameplay is way different, but I, I'm not really sure how it, it compares and what will happen later on. I don't know anything about the story, about how it unfolds or any of that stuff for 7. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it was a good time. Well, I, for one, can't wait. I, I <laughs> you should download the demo crit uh,
3: Yeah. Jim. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, I, 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 you were all like, Yeah, you know, bloodborne souls game, scare them, no thank you. And then all of a sudden yeah. now you love them. So you never know. I can guarantee it. you I'm
3: I the, yeah, I can guarantee I probably won't be into it. But we'll see. I don't yeah. know.
2: I hope <laughs> you eat your words. So all hard. I know
0: <laughs> is you didn't like <laughs> Assassin's Creed three and still played it all the way through. That's very true. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Very yep. true. And you didn't think you would like Overwatch, and then you were like, "I'm sorry, I poo-pooed this game for nine years," is what it felt like. Yes. Oh,
1: yeah,
3: very and true. The Witcher on Netflix. Yes, very true. Anything else? Keep going. We're doing great. <laughs> we're all doing really well here. I just, we're just saying, know, you, you I come got, around. No. You're Lou- like the loud optimist. and
2: clear, gentlemen. Loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting, I'm putting it out there. By the time you finish episode one of Final Fantasy 7 you're going to be enjoying yourself. That's what I okay. think. Do you do you I think, think so? All right. Cool. I do. All right. I think okay. it's
1: time to reclo- retire the narcoleptic tiger claw and bring on the preemptive poo-pooer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you do poo-poo
3: things early. I do poo-poo things very early. Yes, I am quick to judge. <laughs> and oh, that is one thing that uh, I'm, one I'm working on. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> nice. That's hilarious. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate that. That is it for me, fellas. That is it for me. Good job, man. Eduardo. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing well.
1: Yeah it's it's been uh, it's been another another fun week of gaming. Uh, Sarah's sister and her family, the Tapmans, came over this weekend and we gamed it up again. Uh, Nathan started in on The Last of Us. Oh, what? So yes. How
0: is that watching somebody play that for the first time?
1: I love it so much. I love it so much. Shoot. Um, you know That's it's just, awesome. it's just me looking around at everyone else in the room like ah. Huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> See? Huh? This little girl, huh? You, you like her, huh? Watch what happens in ten minutes. Yeah, huh? Watch <laughs> yeah, this. <exactly. laughs> I love it. That's awesome. But, uh, so yeah, it was fun. We played a lot of um, some rhythm games like Tetris Effect and Thumper, and just uh, uh, is Nathan... Tetris
0: Effect a rhythm game?
1: Uh, it's it's very music based. It's not a rhythm game, I guess. Oh, but the music okay. does play every time you turn a tile. Uh, it kind of like makes a musical sound that uh, wraps up the further you go. It kind of blends into a song. It's pretty cool the way they did it. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nathan and I played some MLB The Show, and he uh, w- he destroyed me. We had a good time destroying <laughs> me. Uh, it was fun. Uh, nice. And then, uh, you know, Sarah's heard me talking about The Division for so long, and a couple nights ago, I said, do you want to try The Division? And I think because she knew that I wanted her to, she was like, okay, I'll try it. She's like, I don't want to play against people. I don't want to play with. And I was like, yeah, you can totally play offline. I mean, you have to be online, but you won't encounter any online players. And, yes. uh, and I was like, I'll sit next to you. I'll help you out. And doggone it. If it wasn't one minute, 10, 10 PM and the next minute, 2 AM and, uh, she was still going to town. So yeah, baby, (laughs) Uh, that's amazing. she, She likes it. She really enjoys it when she was done. She's like, this is a really fun game. Uh, she just wants to make sure that I'm there because it is so much more in depth. Um, I, you know, I kind of teased her with the, it's like borderlands where there's a lot of inventory management after a battle, you can look at your guns and choose better guns, but it's just a little more in depth than borderlands was. So, uh, you know, I love, you know, kind of like with The Last of Us, I love watching someone play a game I love to play. Uh, and so it's just been fun watching her take that in. Of course, the Division 2 DLC dropped this week, Warlords mm-hmm. of New York. Mm. And that is tough. That, yeah. oh, that really is, That is not intended for single player. <laughs>
2: hmm. It is. What about oh, your, your mega gun that you got? Does it at least handle itself really well? In there? Though? Yeah, the Diamondback.
1: Let me yeah, tell you the... about my my Mega Gun Diamondback that I lived in glory with for about four days. Oh. Oh, no. So this rifle did like, I'll, I, th- I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the damage listed was like 128. I don't know if it was 128 or 128K. It was 128. I was like, great. Because all the other rifles are like around 60. So I'm awesome. I'm playing this new DLC. I'm running around New York and mm-hmm. I'm getting yeah. my butt handed to me. Okay. Oh, no. like, What's going on, Diamondback? What's going on? I look at the stats. It's seventy-eight now. Oh, they, they nerfed changed it? it. And I they said, "They nerfed it." I was like, "They nerfed what?" So today I was talking about it. I'm like, "They nerfed my Diamondback." Let's look at it, and it was up to ninety-six. And I was like, "What?" And like an hour later, Frankie I was like, "Frankie, look what they did to my Diamondback." Now it's down to ninety-six. It was down to eighty-nine. What in the world? what is going on i think it might have to do with if you equip gear it will like boost your rifle yeah Mm -hmm. but i if that's the case i don't like that the base number changes like i want to know what the base number is and then just like just add it on and you don't have to change the base weapon uh so i don't know i can't imagine i did something that took off 50 damage off of it but i swapped out to a different rifle i've been using that it's been fine um it's, it's a tough DLC for me. I'm just a mediocre player. Um, and Ubisoft did what they did with Assassin's Creed, unlike the regular Division 2 game, where you can go into a mission a couple levels above where you need to be. This levels everything up with you.
0: Oh, really? So you can't go in OP? exactly
1: and i need i i need to go in op i'm that kind of a player (laughs) i need every advantage i can get and man they're tough and man i was complaining about it and how tough it is and each one is tougher than the next but i just kept i i i'm still enjoying the game and i can't wait to get more into it they've revealed a little bit more about the season pass and how that's going to work or the seasons and how that's going to work. And I'm super excited about it. I've put in about 10 hours and I'm probably 75% of the way through just as far as like the main story mission. Um, One thing about this is once you go to New York, you can't go back to DC and play your regular game. You are in New York. So (laughs) if I have, you know, if friends want to play and they don't have the DLC, I've got to go back to my other saved character who's only in DC and not in New York. So that's kind of a little daunting of uh, Oh man, once we go and we're going, hmm.
0: wow. That's interesting. Do they let you know that
1: they do? Yeah. Yeah. They let you know it. As soon as it starts up, it says, Hey, before you go know that once you go, you can't come back to DLC until the main story is done to or, DC. Or, or come back to DC. Yeah. Until the main story's done. That's crazy. Um, but it's been another week of playing with so many community members. Uh, it's just been, again, I can't even start to name who they were because I'll forget someone, but it's been so much fun. Um, uh, and, and I think the first time I've played... I think I played something with Q before in the past, but it was so long ago, I don't remember what it was. Got to play with Q a little bit, got to play with Brett T. Bowden. Um, and, oh, sick. And, and both That's of those awesome, guys are, are ones that I just had never... I think Brett said that we had played Overwatch once way back in the day, yeah. so it was right. kind of a, a fun little, you know, hey, I get to... Play, you know. Oh, this is what Brett sounds like. This is what Q sounds like. And, uh, you know, Q was... Was uh, celebrating the fact that you know he uh, that he got to play with Lem, you know uh, who he calls the only other black guy that listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it was just—it's not true, but that's it's funny. not true, but funny. it was funny. Yeah, yes, yeah. So it
1: was a it was a good week of gaming. Um, I picked up and, and I jumped into because it's on Game Pass. I jumped into Kingdom Hearts three.
0: What and in the world? Somebody take on? Ed's temperature. Yep. <laughs>
1: Are you ill? What's happening? I just, I love Disney so much and it was on game pass. Okay. And there's no reason for me to not play it. If it's on
0: game pass to, to not um, try it. Okay. Let's get away. Right. With, play it. Okay. Go ahead. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So I jumped in and I streamed it and, and it's how I fear final fantasy seven will be. If you don't know kingdom hearts, they don't do a lot to bring you into the fold. You know, it's kind of like... That's not true. Uh, there there was a montage in the beginning that didn't have explanation. It was just like, here's what happened over the past 88 games. You're right, Fighting, and fighting. The, and I'm like, the, uh, the what's re- going on here?
0: <laughs> the only reason I say that's not true is because Kingdom Hearts 3... No, you're absolutely right about Kingdom Hearts. Yes. But f- the Final Fantasy games are each standalone. Oh,
1: okay, okay. So yeah. you Good. don't
0: need to know anything about any final fantasies to enjoy a final fantasy game.
1: Okay. Well that makes me, that makes me happy then. Good.
0: Good. So it's not like you're going to come in. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like right. Kingdom Hearts three is definitely like that.
1: It's definitely like that. And, and some people in the stream were like, why are you even playing this? Why didn't you play the others first? And I said, well, what? I would like to play this game. But That's a ridiculous I course. would also like to be felt like I was welcomed to play rather than just if you've not played <laughs> one, this isn't for you. The gate has been shut. You know, um, <laughs> yeah,
0: it does feel like that. A little bit.
1: I got about three hours in about two hours in. I actually, even though I still didn't understand exactly what was happening, I got invested in the story and oh, good. And uh, so, yeah, I was I was very, you know, at first it was just kind of like, what's going on? This is okay well this is this sure is yep this is a, a game from japan that's sure a thing happening right now uh i don't know what this has to do with anything who's this guy the their hair sure is pointy um but uh <laughs> yeah. after a while it was just kind of like okay now now i get what we're kind of doing you know i kind of i kind of get what's going on here and and because of that after my streams this week I've rebooted the first Kingdom Hearts to be like, you know what? Maybe
0: I should play the other games. Oh, Ed, careful, buddy. Careful. So mm-hmm. I've played the first
1: one before. I didn't get super far into it, but um, I've, I've I played both games. I'm playing them on the easiest mode possible so that I yeah. will get as l- the, the least frustrated as possible.
4: Mm-hmm. so sure.
1: i felt like playing kingdom hearts 3 i felt like i was in god mode because I, I didn't even have to look at the screen i could just mash x and it was <laughs> you know and it was fine but but that's what i need you know um because i, yeah. I remember those, those the fights being a little tough for again a gamer like myself so um yeah i i i'm kind of getting into that and i just want to i want to understand what's happening and uh so yeah i'm, I'm kind of trying to get into kingdom hearts we'll see how long it lasts but uh uh, i i would like to i don't mind the story the cutscenes, um because i know they're there i think i kind of knew they were coming Mm -hmm. uh sure but um but yeah it's been
0: a been a good week sick i like it cool that's awesome mr patillo yeah where are you at i am in fort collins colorado
3: Mm -hmm. excellent um is it cold yeah Oh, yeah, it's chilly. <laughs> it's actually today was actually
0: a nice day, but it is it's on the chilly side for sure. Um, yeah, good week. Uh, I think last time we recorded was I at Stansel's house mm-hmm. last yes. week. So yep. that was a day off. And then we went and did some shows. Um, we actually went up to Canada real quick, uh, up to Abbotsford oh, wow. and then back to Seattle. And so I got to see the uh, Stansel's again. They came out to the show. Um, oh, nice. which was really fun. Um, I got to run up to the studio and kind of see some people at Amazon. And so that was really cool. And just to talk to them and, um, you know, kind of see where everything was at. And so that mm-hmm. was really dope. Um, and uh, obviously it's amazing seeing Stancil is, and being with his family and, and all that he's one of the, like, he's just one of the, and I think Ed can attest too. it's like one of those relationships that just kind of surprised you. Like yes. we met at E3 I don't know if you could have told me that seven years later we'd still be rocking and rolling. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was yeah. weird talking to his co coworkers and people were like, so where do you know uh, Jason from? And you're like, uh, you know what? We strange that we met at E3 seven years ago. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, kind of kicked off of uh, our friendship then. So that was really cool. Uh seeing him and catching up. Uh uh then the and then we were in Portland. We were in Kennewick. I just can't remember. Uh, oh, we also um had lunch with uh Calm Fury when I was in Seattle too. Oh, awesome. So that was really cool. But that, that was on day cool. off. Um, shoot. Did I see anybody in Portland? Uh, it gets a little blurry. Yeah. Um, I Port- Portland was a Portland was a busy day. Um and then we've had the last three days off, which has been like Wow, really great. We had done eight shows in 10 days oh man and so everybody was exhausted yeah like exhausted and so the days off came right on time um it was it was it was really great and so uh yesterday i was it i was we had a day off back in salt lake city so i spent all day with josh stapleton oh, and that was nice obviously we've talked about oh. him and how mm-hmm. he needs to be uh arkman noah's running me (laughs) it would be a better place Um,
3: yep absolutely
0: yeah so it was just really great hanging out with him i got got to meet his whole family this time we got to talk about 400 and him and his brother coming and then uh brett t bawden came to dinner with us and so it was fun talking with him he's coming to 400 it'll be his first centennial episode that he's he's come to nice uh that was really great. And then today, uh, yeah, we're in Denver. And so, I mean, in uh, Colorado and Fort Collins. So uh, not too much today. It's just been a lot of catching up on work and things that I needed to uh, kind of just get done, you know, computer work type stuff. Uh, And then we'll be in Omaha tomorrow, so I'll get to uh, meet up with Frankie, and I think Tim Paulin is running around there for some strange reason, so hopefully we'll get to meet up with people, and I think I'll get to see Lem this weekend, and then we'll be in Minneapolis and Kansas, so yeah, it'll be a good little last run before I actually get to go home on the 9th, so it'll be the first time I'm home in 17 days, so it'll be great to see the family and kiss babies and... And then run right back out on the yep. road. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it'll be a quick turnaround, but um glad everybody's uh safe and um in Nashville. And and Jenny did say it's a little weird how detached Franklin is from mm-hmm. it, you know, where we live oh, yeah, compared yeah. to the devastation that happened, you know, just 20 minutes north of us. But uh so yeah, man. Um keeping her moving. Uh gaming-wise, I did finally boot up the PlayStation. And I uh, I started playing Kakarot, uh, the Dragon Ball oh, yeah. Z game, Kakarot. Um, I'm actually enjoying it. It's at the very beginning. Um, and the fighting's fun and very anime. And, you know, you feel strong and you feel like you're doing all the things. And you can mm-hmm. fly around. And that's really fun. I can see where it's probably going to wear on me. And I'm probably not going to finish it. Really? Yeah. um, But, yeah. But, uh, I like it so far. The, it looks great. It looks almost just like the cartoon. And so that's really cool as they kind of tackle that story line. And, um, and then I was laying in the bed the other night headed to bed. And I don't know why I was checking Instagram, but like, I just hopped on Instagram, maybe to see my wife's stories from the day or mm-hmm. something like that. And, uh, and I saw that the final fantasy seven demo was out. Now it was two o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. yeah and I was like oh my!" I mean like I could feel like my body like I could feel my heart (laughs) like kick up and I could feel like my body get hot and I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh they dropped the demo I can't believe they dropped the demo and uh and so I had to wait till the next day I wasn't gonna get out of bed and set everything up to start downloading it that game took seven hours oh, to download no. wow. <laughs> i hope you went on, to sleep on wow. the bus in, no I, I waited till the next day okay good. and so i got up in the morning and i set up everything and i was like today is final fantasy seven day baby let's go oh. and so i i start up the playstation and i'm on remember i'm on bus internet and that thing at first it said like 14 hours i was like <laughs> oh okay this ain't gonna work for your boy and uh, so I'm like, I'm doing this weird juggle between the bus internet and like my phone internet. But then, like, my phone would ring and it would kick me off the hotspot. Then it would go mm. back to the thing and then Jenny would call it kick me off the hotspot. Yeah. So it was like this back and forth because my phone was so much faster, but it just kept ringing and I would need to answer it and it would kick me off. Right. And so I think at the end of the day, I think it took me about six or seven hours to download Ooh. a seven gigabyte game yes um and it finally downloaded and i text um one of the other guys on the road Cerda, actually Beefmaster Serta. he was a big final fantasy guy and i was like it's finally downloaded do you want to come check it out and so he came over to the bus and he was like let's see what it's all about and i was like all right and we started it up and and, and played through it and can i say that for me as the final fantasy 7 guy of the podcast mm-hmm. yes it is literally Everything i wanted it to be
1: perfect yeah that's awesome like
0: not everything like and 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 i'm not saying that it'll stay everything but as far as like the demo and how they work you into it it's very reminiscent of the original game you know the intro and everything um and uh and just how much like cloud doesn't care and like you know and it's funny because you know a lot of people gave the voice actor for Barrett or they gave Square a hard time for Barrett sounding like a big black guy. Like he, they said, he sounded overly stereotypical. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you. Any kid that played this in 97, that's the voice they gave Barrett in their head.
4: <laughs> come on, fool.
0: Why don't you come on? fool? You know what I'm saying? Like like that. Mr. T over the top. <laughs> Gary Cruz <Cruise. laughs> you know voice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I guarantee his voice was like that in kids yeah. heads across America uh, when it came out in the 90s. It definitely was for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the battle system is fast and and snappy and you you have full range control. Like, you know, if 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 there's somebody attacking, you can run around the back of them and start kind of attacking the back. Mm. Um, some of the stuff is a little out of the way. I did feel that at first. Like, they're like, watch your ATB gauge and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, where is that at? Like, I didn't even know where it was at when they were, you know, like Chris was talking about these, uh, the paragraphs popping up. Right. And then you find it. And there's something, that's the only thing that bothers me. The ATB gauge, which, which I don't even know that? what that stands I, I I, for. I don't know what that stands for. Well, but I don't even know um, what it is.
2: Like, it was saying ATB gauge. I'm like, is that the health bar? I don't know what that is.
0: No. So there's the health bar. There's ATB and then there's your limit break to my understanding right now. And, but you have to work up your ATB gauge even to use items, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Mm. And then you also have to use it. You have to build it up to use magic. So it takes ATB and it takes MP, which would be your magic points. And so I'm a little like, ah, there's a lot riding on this. Like, it's like you have to attack to be able to use things, Mm. which I understand pushes, the pace, but at the same time, it's not like, you know, if your health is really low and you get thrown into a fight, you can't use an item right away to kind of get your, you know, get your stuff back going. Yeah. Um, but this game doesn't do random fights, at least in the demo, like it would in the, in the original, you know, the originally just walking around and then the, all of a sudden the screen spins pshh, Oh, okay, and you're right. in a battle, you know, everything was really random. Now, at least you like, you're like, oh, there's some guys over there and you run over there and you fight them yeah and it doesn't change screens it's just you know all of a sudden cloud you know pulls his sword off his back and you and you get to going mm. but man as far as like you know it's japanese so you know you've got all like the extra like <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh yes yeah oh like there's definitely like oh, all that extra stuff that doesn't need to be there yeah,
2: it's so um, funny man it, like they'll ask cloud something and he'll be like <laughs> and i'm like what what, what was that about? <laughs> like what is that you didn't even say a word you just made some grunt sound things like, <laughs> like under your breath right yeah and so you know it's fun though it's, gotta it's de- funny
0: yeah you gotta deal with that um but like his voice isn't crazy i feel like they kind of went the same way as they went with gosh what was his name nox or something like that from final fantasy 15 yeah. like very like just monotone and like just answers not soldier anymore ex-soldier you know it's funny because he the whole story is he was in this thing called soldier which is like supposed to be like the you know the higher up in the army and so they keep calling him soldier boy Uh uh-uh no and that was really distracting to me at first they're like so what's this soldier boy gonna do anyway i was like eh, soldier boy (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you what he's gonna do (laughs) yeah i'm playing on my soldier game (laughs) um so it was just funny they kept calling him soldier boy um but like the voice acting's good, it like Chris said, it really is beautiful. Like it looks yeah great, and you can. And the only thing I wonder is if they're going to be able to keep those cinematics up. Like when you walk into something, and it zooms out or the camera pans right. around. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to be able to keep this up the whole game. Yeah, and then and then you kind of wonder, and I don't know if this uh, registered for Chris too, but you're like, maybe that's why the file size is so ginormous for part of a game. Mm -hmm. you know because uh this is only part one and the the game is giant it's 100 and something gigabytes and so you know it's gonna be you know it's a little crazy Mm -hmm. but man for me i was i was super super happy about it um you stand
2: back from you like i mean it can't be any good it's not gonna be good are you standing back from that now
0: i'm standing back from that as far as like
2: the gameplay
0: and and stuff like that and how it looks and sounds okay i'm not sure exactly what they're going to do with the story i'm still a little like because they've been like introducing this character that was never in the real game introducing this character who was never in the og game like you know they kind of have a lot of things yeah. they're in there uh and then where it stops is going to be really interesting too you know in mid yeah so yeah we'll just see how they pull it all off but i'm re- it got me definitely excited and i can't wait i can't That's- wait to play the actual game
1: I'm really glad to hear from you, Gabe, and then from you, Chris, as someone who hadn't played the original, mm-hmm. because I heard so many people saying like, "Oh my gosh, they recreated that! The, look at that car; it's so perfect." That's and I'm like, if I didn't play the first, well, is it just is it just nostalgia gonna carry me? Or so it's good to hear that you enjoyed it, Chris, not yeah. having
0: any of that connection of
1: look at that barrel; it's exactly like that used to be. Yeah. But it looks so much better. Right.
0: Yeah. And that's what I think the people that have played it originally and pay attention to those kind of details, which I'll have some of those details in my mind, but yeah. not, I'm not going to not overall, but you have to remember like, this is, this game, this is the exact beginning of the OG one, which this is going to be the exact beginning of this game. And so if you like this first hour, I think, cause that's about how long the demo is. I think you'll like, you'll just like playing the game. So we'll, that's awesome. Good. We'll see. I'm there's go- nothing. I don't feel like there's any inside baseball that they pull on you at all. Yeah. Um, the only inside baseball that that I found is uh, once Barrett joins your party and you're fighting, uh, they're talking the whole time they're fighting, which is really funny mm-hmm. because one time you need Barrett to use lightning. Mm-hmm. But like I had just used all his magic points on curing uh, cloud before we went to the fight. And so he'd be like, use lightning. And he was like, lightning, do you know how to use materia? And it's just funny, like hearing them banter back and forth. <laughs> but once the fight ends, Barrett goes, ha ha, da, 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 Like that, which was the, which was this like song. the, you won the battle music. Yeah. Right. Um, but this game doesn't stop after you win. So like you win, he puts the sword away and you keep walking. There is no like, okay, let's go through how many XP you got. Let's oh, go through okay, what, right. like what items you picked up. It just moves on. And so it was just funny to me that he sang that song because I was like, "Oh, that's hilarious." That's funny. That's a little inside baseball, but, um, you know. Anyway, okay, I gotta stop because I. No, you're anyway. fine. No,
3: that's great, man.
0: I loved it. Good. So I'll be playing the demo probably two more times. I played it once, and then nice. I watched Josh Stapleton play it, and then I'll probably play it, you know, two more times, and then. And then wait till the game comes out.
1: I've just so, been really happy to hear of all the people that were waiting so badly for this, it seems to be pretty positive feedback so far. And I'm really glad for those people that have been looking forward to
0: this. Mm-hmm. 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 For sure. That's been that's been great. So we shall see. Mm-hmm. Um Tim.
3: Yes, sir. You got it? Yes, sir. Well, let's do it. All right, we got new releases. As Ed has said, the Division 2 Warlords of New York expansion, PC, PS4, Xbox. Dogfighter World War II for the PS4. Sonic Forces for the PS4. That's a PlayStation Plus, actually, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. Murder by Numbers for the Switch. Wonderling for the PC and Switch. And Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX for the Switch. We got uh, two oopses this past week. Uh-oh. This one is actually very interesting from Jeff. Hey, guys, I love the adoration that uh, just making a couple of banger games can outpace Ubisoft's 207 release releases since 1995. But the reason CD Projekt Red is the second largest gaming company in Europe is because they created and own GOG, goodoldgames.com, the largest online That's gaming true. store, second only to Steam, and the largest online distributor of DRM-free games. GOG generates billions of dollars of revenue annually and is the reason CD Projekt Red is able to spend five years at a time making their games. GOG is wholly owned and operated by CD Projekt, and CD Projekt Red is a sister development studio spun out of the parent company, CD Projekt. Wow. I did not know that. I yeah, did I had no clue. <laughs> you know, what's you funny, so I almost said that. that
0: last week, um, but I wasn't sure that they owned it. But I remember them being such a... GOG being, you know, the way you got The Witcher on on PC yep. and everything like that. And I was like, I remember that they were in business together, but I, di- I wasn't aware that CD Projekt owned wow.
3: them. Yeah, so CD Projekt is the second largest gaming company. Not I said C- CD Project Red. So, yeah, there's two de- separate entities. So CD Projekt Red is the development side. CD Projekt is the overall side. So that was oh, really nice. interesting, Jeff. Thanks for that. Yeah. And a little stencil comes up with, hey, guys, when Uh-oh. listening to Ed talking about the Division 2, I overheard you guys talking about the release date. The game is not two years old as it was released March 15th of 2019. It wow. will be turning one later this month. Also, as an answer to Chris's question, the game usually costs $55. Oh,
1: yeah. Nice. Wow. I guess I'm so, so used to the Division being out. I didn't, I right.
3: couldn't separate between one and two. Yeah. No, it's it's awesome. So wow. thank you
2: guys very much for those. Yeah. That is it, it for me. Back to you. What you got, Chris? Okay, so it was kind of somewhat mentioned earlier about the coronavirus, and that thing is still going around and making a mess of things. So yeah. they have officially postponed the Game Developers Conference. It was supposed to be the weekend of March 16th through the 20th in San Francisco, and they mm-hmm. are pushing it to the summer, and I feel like they really had no choice, because it seemed like every day you were getting yet another person or another team or another company saying, "Ah, uh, yeah, we're pulling out of this. We're pulling yeah. out of this because of all the concerns about the coronavirus." Um, so they are pushing it to the summer. Um, they are, they said that you're going to be able to fully get refunded, not only on the tickets that you may have had to GDC, but also through the ho- hotel accommodations and all oh, those wow. different things like that. Panelists will be able to reschedule and resubmit, um, their forms for going on for the, when it gets redone, they can also, um, submit video forms of their talk. They're also going to be posted for free online at the GDC website. So, I mean, this Corona thing is, yeah jacking up a lot of stuff and even if it's you can you know you can call it fear you can call it you know a legit issue or whatever it is it's there's no mistaking that it's causing a lot of problems for not just a lot of people but also a lot of different companies and things as well and we're just now getting into the season when like e3 is around the corner and then you know we've got gdc and then or we we're gonna have gdc and now it's gonna be pushed even further and it's just man it's kind of making a heck of a mess for a lot of people and a lot of things right now mm-hmm. yeah it's so it's yep. so
0: i hate oh man i mean i've got so many thoughts about it but um i just hate the how fear sells so yeah. well on television and
3: i i, I, I right I there feel with like you, it's the, i feel like it's I, the
0: biggest steering wheel in america is fear and yeah. uh i just not saying that they shouldn't have done this because I think that you have to react to what people at least perceive is going on, even if it's not necessarily true mm-hmm. um, or, you know, cause we don't really have all the facts about Corona. This thing is very new, um, mm-hmm. but there are some things that we do know and uh, you know, it's a bummer, but obviously I want everybody to be happy and healthy more than I want to, you know, sure. hear about the new games coming out. Um, but it just it is a bummer, and I don't know how long you know. Listen, anthrax, yeah, SARS, yep, Zika, last yep. you know two years ago, yep, uh, you know swine flu, swine flu, mad cow, mm-hmm. uh, West keep, Nile. Keep going, like you know we've we've had all these things kind of come and go that like felt like they stopped life or really scared you from like going anywhere, and it was like your baby's gonna get Zika. Like the last time we even heard the word Zika, for as much as we said it at the time is crazy yeah. you know what i'm saying as much as people were sending anthrax in the mail and that's gonna kill all of dc and as much as sars and everybody was wearing their mask and how that was gonna kill everybody it, you know it just feels like doggone it like not that we should have learned our lesson right but just i wish that we would like just chill a little bit now it's a good reminder i guess to wash your hands but if you're just washing <laughs> your hands because corona's out then you nasty that's you right. need to be washing your hands anyway
3: <laughs> That's right. I look I couldn't I could not agree more and I think you said it best that that fear definitely sells and um I I I don't get it to be honest like I don't under like we should not be living in this much fear of something right. like this. If this was the Ebola virus, then I would definitely be panicking because that's something that would affect everybody, no matter how old uh, or anything like that. But this is essentially for us with our age, this is essentially a flu. And it's not, uh, it's just, I feel like it's just getting blown way out of proportion. And obviously you're right. We need to be healthy. And, but I think what a lot of people are doing is they're just, you know, this is the tone of, of how it's going right now and I think they just have to kind of adhere to that and respect that and and, and yeah. go along with it really and I think that's what And that's what's
0: and what I'm saying. I'm not saying that we should be like come on guys it's not that bad just right. do GDC. Right right right. Um I just wish that I I just hate that this kind of thing has halted so many things. I saw a story. I wish I would have wrote it down, but I saw a story about how many things are being canceled and postponed. Yep. I think Google just pro- postponed something. Apple postponed something. And so you're like, shoot, man, because yeah. like, you have to remember, like the Google things. Um, you don't have to have everybody touching everything. You can just do an event person on stage, people in the crowd. Right. You got to remember, that's what we do four nights a week. Us on stage. People in the crowd. Now, I know it's a little different because you got people traveling from all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's going to (laughs) really, it's going to make Nintendo look brilliant because they're going to be like, we've been doing directs, baby. (laughs) Because everybody else is about to do a direct style conference, it seems like, if this kind of keeps up throughout this year. Do you guys think that, Chris, do you think E3 will get pushed back or canceled?
2: Potentially, yeah, because it seems like right now, at least from the U.S. front, that most of the cases are happening in different parts of California. Yep. Uh, so. you know what
3: though i don't necessarily think that's true because i know from some of the research that the warmer the weather gets the less it's it's prevalent and it it actually doesn't like sun and it doesn't <laughs> like heat so that could definitely be something uh to consider really yep i don't know there's a lot of, there's a lot of people say a lot of things yeah, yeah. True.
0: and and they're gonna have to make a call sooner than later so yeah. i don't think they're going to be able to get into summer like oh look it don't like heat and don't like sun <laughs> like, right so let's still have e3 right. ed do you think that you think they're going to make a call here pretty soon in the next month probably or i d- think they'll wait
1: and i and i could get oops on this i feel like just a couple of days ago i saw an article or a statement from e3 saying look we're not canceling it um they did say that yeah but I did that's say that easy to say back. today yeah but you know who's to say if they will or if they won't you know it it could take a a turn for the better or the worse um i don't know i i feel i don't know i I, it might be a nice excuse for them to cancel it just considering everybody else that's pulling out of it yeah yeah
0: (laughs) i was telling somebody the other day i said the best commercial for video games at this point is the coronavirus yeah like everybody say like stay home don't go outside don't see people just stay home it's yep. like video game people need to be like yeah you should stay home and you should stay home playing our video game exactly um anything else on that chris no um i wanted to give an update this is so weird this is so weird we've been tracking it the last three weeks i think we've been talking about this nintendo playstation oh yeah prototype that mm-hmm. came out the current bid last week when we talked about it was $300,000 and we had all, you know, talked about our guesses. Now it's down to $280,000. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. So it's definitely going in the wrong direction. There's only one day left. So we'll we'll talk about it one more time next week to see where it ended on. But $280,000 is definitely $20,000 less than $300,000 and it's going in a, a different direction. So I don't know if this is just buyer's remorse with somebody was like yeah man i'll pay $350,000 and they're like you know now i think about it and i talked to the wife they <laughs> you know, maybe we shouldn't do this there you is, know what I mean? yep. so i don't know exactly what's oh going on gosh. i just had two quick stories i wanted to do uh back to back um i got an email today mm-hmm. from twitch oh ed is our resident twitch guy and i wanted to play a little like uh little guessing game with you guys to see if you guys knew this answer it said check out the top six games on twitch mm-hmm. right now okay and in my head i was like oh it's probably this 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 this, and this and i was kind of right but kind of wrong okay why don't you guys try to guess the top six games on twitch don't look it up okay just the top six games on twitch ed you want to give it a swing you're no ed you go last because oh, you're, okay. you're on twitch you know okay tim you give it a guess fortnite uh-huh uh
3: call of duty okay that's all i got <laughs> all right chris it's <laughs> two out of six uh
2: I'll, uh I'll go Fortnite, call of duty um i'm doing six you said yep um escape from tarkov
0: mm, good call what's that
2: well, if it's if you're saying what's that, then it must not be on there. <laughs> so, yeah, right. <laughs> it's not. But what is that? Oh, uh, it's a battle royale.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead.
2: Um, I mean, I want to say Apex is going to be somewhere in there. Top six okay. might be a little generous, but right. I say that. And then, okay. Oh, what about? Uh, well, go ahead. Keep going. So, how many have I said? Four. Sure. Uh shoot. I don't know. I'm gonna say Minecraft is in there, and then okay. GTA five.
0: There you go. All right. Yep. Uh, okay. Our resident Twitch guy, you're probably gonna get all these right. Go ahead.
1: I probably not, but uh, I'm gonna say Fortnite, Overwatch, okay, Dead by Daylight, okay, League of Legends, mm-hmm. StarDew Valley, and Super Mario
0: Maker. Really, Super Mario Maker is a big one like that, huh? I I'm guessing. Okay, well, uh, you guys collectively got <laughs> four out of the six. Hey! Oh, wow. There you go. That's yeah, good. That's pretty I'll good. take that. that. I'll take that. So, I don't know if this was just in the moment or what, but yeah. here, here's what they are. Okay. Number six, Apex Legends. All right. Five, Counter-Strike. Wow, oh, wow. Why not like Counter-Strike? Doggone it. I know. Four, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Three... Grand Theft Auto Five. Ooh, look at that. Two League of Legends. Okay. And number oh, and number one, <laughs> all things that fall under just chatting. Um, yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. That isn't makes that sense. crazy? Yeah. Wow. Number one, I didn't think Apex would be in the top six. And I wouldn't think that just chatting would be number one overall. Yeah. League of Legends beating Fortnite wasn't a surprise. Um, but it was good to see Counter-Strike on there.
1: There's a lot of stuff that can fall under just chatting though. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know if someone's making crafts, if someone's doing a workout, if someone's if you're just doing chatting, your Hello Fresh. If you're doing your Hello Fresh, yep.
2: And there are a lot of um bigger streamers or, or streamers in general, but I, I I've seen like several big streamers too, like they'll come on like you know the little splash screen will be like starting in five minutes or whatever the heck and then their first 30 40 maybe yep. first hour or two is under the just chatting before they actually start playing any game exactly that's like, right. I don't know yeah. if collectively like that probably adds to it as well I wouldn't have thought it would have been at the very top but it, it doesn't surprise me being in the top six but I, yeah. I was yeah. a little shocked at, at being the number one
0: yeah me too that's crazy
2: um chris what else you got uh the only other thing that i got uh so doom eternal is going to be coming out pretty soon Mm -hmm. Uh, it's made by id software they had made one back in 2016 that was on playstation 4 and xbox one and pc it was the remake of doom a lot of people are super excited about this and and id just flexing like they flex came out like okay our game's gonna have you know 4k visuals and everything like that and yeah uh a frame rate that maxes at you know thousand frames per second if you've got the hardware <laughs> yeah, to run. That's so ridiculous. And it's it's basically <laughs> them just talking about their new engine because they made a new engine called ID Tech Seven, which is the one that Doom Eternal runs off of. And uh, uh, you know it's got like bigger explosions and more vibrant looking particle effects and helps them to get to the four K textures and all this stuff looking great. But part of it is the optimization that they're they're touting is how your frame rates can go even higher. And they're saying that as long as you've got the hardware to run it, you could push it to a thousand frames per second, which is just nigh ridiculous. Ridiculous. I I think if I remember right, and I may get oops on this, but it's something like, I don't think the human eye even sees past the 240 frames per second. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like there still could be technical. Like if you had a monitor that could read that and everything, there could still be benefit, even if you can't see the benefit. But it's it's just ridiculous. It's like... And as, as a co- main, mainly console guys, like, I just want 60. <laughs> like, I just want every game to be 60 and I'm good with that. I mean, I, I'm sure I would love 120 and, and you know, maybe up to 240 before I can't even tell what the heck the difference is. But it's like, I'd be happy with just 60. Just give me 60. <laughs> That's all I need. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, according to Quora.com, mm-hmm. the human eye can physiologically detect up to 1000 frames per second. Wow. Wow. It says the average human eye tasked with detecting what frame rate he, she is looking at can accurately guess up to around 150 frames per wow. second. That is, we can see the difference in frame rate all the way up to 150 past that. We can physiologically detect a thousand. Yeah. No, we can to, really only see. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Nowhere close to that. In order to really <laughs> experience the thousand, you, you really, you just have to be on cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's a, it's the only upside is that you can play yeah. Doom as it was meant to be played. Right, but <laughs> so many things,
0: and and what they're saying, which is interesting, is if you have the right gaming software, it can run at a, a thousand frames. I don't know if there's a monitor that can see that <laughs> monitor that outputs oh, yeah. that. I don't, yeah, I don't true. think so either. So you can get it there and I guess you can have a little thing running in the corner that's saying you're getting a thousand frames mm-hmm. per second. You just can't tell.
3: Yeah. Right. It could be. Know, it's, like they,
0: it's like when they were doing eight K content, like two years yeah. ago and we were like, and play it on what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good luck. Stadia. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. That is not going good by the way. <laughs> um, so the force is stirring. Ooh. Yeah. Um there was an unan- <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> there was an unannounced Star Wars title that popped up on the European PlayStation Store database. Yes. And it was called Star Wars Project Maverick. Very um, interesting. They yes, got together with had Top a- Gun. It only, right. They only had a title image Dangerous with like a Star, dest- <laughs> <laughs> a star Destroyer and uh, um, some X-Wings in flight. Uh, but the content ID <laughs> listing did suggest that it would have a uh, feature multiplayer, but it wouldn't have VR support. So it's yeah. not like a VR title or anything like that. But that said, what in the world that, would you guys want Pro- Project Maverick to be? That sounds like almost like a code name
1: yeah like like a not like a placeholder name for a game that they don't want to actually say the name of,
0: right, my only thing was it 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 does sound like that to me, but at the same point, it kind of I don't know like so I'm a fan of Star Wars, but I'm not like uber nerdy about it, like I couldn't right. tell you who everybody is, really, yeah, but like the only maverick I can think of is Han, yes, and so like I wonder if it would be a han focused game, mm. That'd be cool. But it's called Project Maverick, and he wasn't really a... pro. It's not like he was a machine. Yeah. Mm. You know?
2: I really have no clue. I mean, my gut would tell me that it's going to be something else multiplayer-focused, even though we don't know that for sure, just based on what it was saying. It's just hinting at... Right? It's just that it's... The code or whatever used means that it may have multiplayer, right? Isn't that what... That's right. Yeah. So... But, I mean, it seems like the only... From the information that we have received through the grapevine and through leaks and whatnot. The only really one that has come through that had story base was battlefront two did have story, but then the fallen order. It's like every other one that's been getting off the ground would get canceled. So it's like, just from that perspective, my gut would tell me, well, it's probably not something heavily narrative focused, but that'd be awesome if it is.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. I know,
2: but projects
0: project maverick,
2: it's also a weird name to be on a image. Oh, and
1: sounds like a story. I think I figured it out.
0: Okay. Oh, tell oh, us what go. it is, Ed. Please. It,
1: it's a battle royale in teams of four, but that's it's not. You don't win as a team. You only win as a one player. So at some point, you have to turn on your team and claim be the last man standing. You got to be a maverick. Perfect. I'm
3: down with it. Boom. I'll play it. I yeah. believe you. I'm I'm thinking kind of like a. TIE Fighter X-Wing based kind of a game, maybe? something That'd be cool. Something yeah. flying based? solely, Something flying based, kind of, yeah. I don't know, uh, just because I just said, Because of the Top Gun reference right. of Maverick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I'm backing up my Top Gun reference with Maverick. But, I mean... <laughs> it's Kylo Ren playing nice. shirtless volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'll, nice button. Yes. <laughs> so you, I like it. You have to play shirtless the whole night. But yeah, I mean... Yeah. It could be... I think you're right. I think it's probably just the, the code name for what it is right now and we don't know but Ed, i do like yeah. that i think that's that's i think it's going to be something like that something multiplayer of some the, sort the thing that makes me excited about it is the fact that like you know fallen
0: order just came out mm-hmm. and so we know it's not anything like that we know it'll probably be something totally different if they're already kind you of think? like if the, i would think so i wouldn't think it'd be the same people it'd be super fast
3: yeah I mean they did work you know on those wookie wookie's pretty quickly. <laughs>
0: and it would seem like it would jeez. Yeah, it would it wouldn't seem like um there wouldn't be anything in the in the PlayStation store this early if it was something that they that wasn't coming out for like but two
2: more years. But not only that too like cuz we were saying it says Project Maverick and everything but it, there's an image with it as well and this is like the image that was so yeah. it, that doesn't feel like a placeholder name to me if there's an actual image created. That's what yeah. I'm saying.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Chris, you're out, right? Yes. Last quick story.
0: Target, if you live in the San Francisco area, please go check this out for us because I'm not there anymore. But it sounds like they've quietly soft launched a concept store in downtown San Francisco called The Game Room. And it's Mm going to be all um, about gaming. Uh, They're going to have a Magic Leap there, an Oculus Quest headset. They have gaming PCs and a mobile gaming rig. Here's what's interesting, though. It's not focused on the consoles. It's more focused on the kind of quote unquote future of gaming. Hmm. And so they've got phones hooked up to uh, Google's cloud gaming service, um, Stadia. And then they've got like the Apple Arcade and Google Play Pass and stuff like that. It's no Google. I'm not talking to you and um <laughs> and so my phone's like i'm sorry what's that um, um but it was just really cool that a big company like target would kind of take the leap to you know maybe try a little concept store uh this is going in a building that they um that target was already running uh, something called the target open house which displayed like the internet of things like you know smart house kind of things. okay right where people could go and kind of get their hands on it and and test stuff out, and so yeah. it might be just this one place that they ever do because they kind of already have the space and can can do whatever they want with it. But <laughs> I just think it's weird if a company like Target dives into like the GameStop space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think they could pull it off, Tim? Uh,
3: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah. You think they could pull it off, Chris? I don't know. <laughs> I
2: like that. Um, I mean, I sure they could pull it off. I mean, I I just don't know why anybody'd want to get into it, really. Right now, I mean,
0: into brick and mortar. Yeah, right? I, just,
2: I mean, I don't, I don't see why anybody would want to do it. So, but they've got to feel like if if they're trying, they've got to think they've got to be seeing some kind of data that tells them, hey, man, we play our cards right. This is going to work. Gangbusters for us so yeah I think
0: there's probably there's a lack of places where you can go try stuff yeah and maybe they just have the money to be able to maybe fit that niche like even Best Buy even though they have a lot of things on display you can't always go and try it right so if you can go try something like the Oculus Quest which still is selling out Mm -hmm. places I wonder if that you know that helps I don't know I just thought it was interesting and my wife loves Target and so yeah I'm just glad they're doing something on my side this time. Exactly. Appreciate you, Target. There you go. Right? Ed. Yes, sir. What you got for us, Bishop? Uh, well,
1: uh, over on the Mirror to the Games YouTube channel, we've got a few new videos for you to watch. Of course, we've got the Division II Warlords of New York DLC going on up there. Um, Friday, we played Overwatch Mardi Gras, trying to get those Overwatch skins and sprays. And uh, that uh, first part of that final, or I'm sorry, not Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts Three is up there that you can check out with uh, probably a good portion of the audio muted. Thank you, copyright robots. Uh, oh, really? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do have some new reviews, though, you guys, over on iTunes, Whoa. Apple Podcasts. You say with an S? Yeah. Really? Oh, yes. Matt. By all means. I'm sorry. excited. Okay. This one is from Custom Alex, and the subject is great and much-needed podcast.
0: Oh, oh Really?
1: Amazing podcast. It's extremely funny. And as a father of two, it's so refreshing to listen to you guys who know the struggle of trying to game and parent heard you on kind of funny, love the passion and opinions. Keep up the great work. This podcast is a must listen to.
0: Thank you, Alex, for that. Wow! Holy crap. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And there's
1: another one from class act class A X C X T. And the subject is this podcast brings a lot of joy
3: hey that was the whole oh, point yeah that's amazing says first off i seriously
1: love this show gabe i first heard you on kind of funny with blessing who is also an amazing addition to the kfgd crew as well yeah he is mm-hmm. and just had to find your show i'm so glad i did i'm a father of four and work a full-time job while my wife Ooh. stays at home <laughs> i love that's games and have way more than I have time to actually play. But I absolutely adore video games and have been a gamer since I was a young boy. Nice. I've done YouTube and I've had a podcast and miss them both greatly. But your podcast brings me back and fills a void I know realistically now I don't have the opportunity to maintain. I yeah. can't wait to jump in the Discord with other dads and members of the community and... Keep up all you do. Hope to be able to shake y'all's hands one day. And personally, thank you for this amazing, joyous show. Take care and blessings.
2: Thank you so nice. much. It would be an honor to shake your hand, good sir. Yes. Yeah, that's I was about right. to say,
0: handshakes all around, even a high five, maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh. <laughs> 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 Just, yeah. I, was I was like, like well, well, oh no, my internet dropped air, out. I don't know why you. I thought you were going to read a third one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Thanks, Edward. You betcha. Um, well, every week we ask you guys a question. Last week was no different. We asked you, do you feel like developers waste their time offering a play the bad guy yeah. option in gaming? The numbers seem to lean heavy on the side of people playing the good guy only. Over mm. on Twitter, we got Splig at Dopealicious. It's not a waste. of. It's not a waste. Make your game. Mm. You got their money either way. Bring this argument up next time legislators try and say gamers cause you oh, <laughs> try, bring this argument up next time. Legislators try and say games cause you to be more violent. Majority plays the good side. There you go. Amen to that. I like that a little argument in there. Uh, Alex Himes at custom Alex zero one. Oh, no. I wish more people gave you a choice to be a bad guy. I did both. Good and bad playthroughs of Infamous Two and Second Son. Ooh. Both are very satisfying and completely different. That it felt like you need to play both to get the full experience. Mm. And W Smith RP at W Smith RP. Yes, it's a waste of time. If you can spend yeah. less time and money on development, then do it. It may help produce more games too. If less of both time and money is spent on one game. You can still have alternate endings. They can all be good. Just have levels of good. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that. Over on Facebook, we got Denise Dale Pizzino. I think players like the decisions they, uh, I think players like that. The decisions they make have consequences in the world. Even if I play the good guy role, my game might be different from yours because of my decisions. Mm. (laughs) we got Matt Galeza in my opinion it's never a waste of time if that's what they want to do if they're making the product that they want to make and some people enjoy it then good on them Mm -hmm. they could use those resources to polish a singular story but if that's not what gets their creative juices flowing then I wouldn't want them to do that the only thing that does suck is when it's a franchise like infamous and they have a continued and they have to continue the story and pick a canon ending then i feel like the option seems silly since you could play all bad and the next game ignores all that you did games like mass effect where choices carry over are more interesting in that regards good point that's a really good point christopher porter It would be nice if it was less good or bad and just more meaningful choices, which can impact the game in different ways. Recently, I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey and was given a choice to save a family or let them die. But to save them, I had to kill more people. There didn't seem like any good options, which made it a tough choice. Then this decision was referred to later in the game and my jaw dropped. It was a side quest, but it mattered. Choices like that stick with you and make you play through really your playthrough. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Tim Holmberg, it can be a waste of time. Sure. But by doing both, you get the option to choose. Sure, it's not for everyone, but I like having the option to choose. I'm not happy when I'm told what I have to do. Hashtag, I'm an adult. (laughs) (laughs) nice Nice throwback yes over on discord small genie 549 i don't think they waste their time my first playthrough of the mass effect trilogy was a paragon run but i had i had infinitely more fun playing a renegade on the next playthrough and seeing how drastically different the story was there were entire storylines i missed out on and it was difficult seeing and it was difficult seeing characters I had previously bonded with die because of poor choices I made. I say that certain games benefit from moral morality options. The big key is that I want to be a bad guy, not be a jerk like some developers seem to do. Mm. That's really interesting. Yeah, I want to be a bad guy, not a jerk. There is a difference there. Yep. Huh. Last one. Maverick eight seven. Randy Beard. Baird. I don't know. I think it really depends on the game. I loved the Force Unleashed series where you could play Dark Side or Light Side. Such mm. a fun game. Hashtag RIP LucasArts. ah Yeah. Thank you so much for the answers. I appreciate it. Uh, you know where to find us Facebook.com slash married to the games. You can come join the MTTG community group as well. Twitter.com slash MTTG cast of course marriedtothegames.com like Ed said youtube.com/marriedtothegames now on patreon and if you keep if for those sharp eyed people keep your eye on patreon it will be changing up next week a little bit to add one more option in mm-hmm. there and so uh you can go over to patreon.com you can just throw a dollar in the tip jar and we'd really appreciate it yeah so we thank you for being here anyway yeah um edward
1: rate us on itunes apple podcasts leave a review and a message if you want and uh wash your hands you dirty dirty animal
4: (laughs) yes
3: that's right well said the more you know (laughs) (laughs) well
0: let's get into some questions
3: Let's get into, into some questions, shall we? We'll start with Discord. We'll start with it's a Neebs. If you want to make a quote fashion statement, what part of your look is most important to you and your style? Is it a shirt, shoes, fresh haircut, wristwatch, facial hair, etc.? What's the what? What <laughs> fashion statement? What, what part of your look? If you're making a oh part of my look. Well, if you're making a fashion statement, what part of your look is the most important? Is it the shoes? Is it the shirt? Is it the hair? What is it?
0: If I had to choose, it hasn't been this in a long time, but if I had to
3: choose, it'd be the shoes. I'm with you. Chris? It's the shirt. I'll go shirt. There you go. Look at that. Yeah. We got two shirts and two shoes. I like Together, it. Together, you've got well service. Done. That's right. <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> yeah. Right. They don't say anything about pants. That's right, yeah, man. That's, that's right. right. Donald Duckett. They say no shoes, no shirt, no service. Mm-hmm. That's right. We rolling in there in shirt and shoes. <laughs> <laughs> just shirt and <laughs> shoes just, shirt and, just shoes. shirt and shoes I'll take the pancakes please thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> what's All up right,
3: Poo <laughs> <laughs> Uh Bought a new LED shop light for my basement last weekend after installing it and turning it on I was surprised to discover that it had a set of Bluetooth speakers built into the light ever purchase anything only discover it did something completely unexpected no
0: no I do a lot of research before I buy stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot, like, uh, uh, to my wife's chagrin. She's like, okay, I've heard you listen to five reviews on YouTube about that. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to make a wise decision. That's right.
2: Uh, what about you, Chris? So this is completely useless. And I saw this on the the PlayStation tweeted it the other day. So I'm assuming it's legit. But they were saying that on the PlayStation 2, because, you know, you can stand it up or you could have it on, on its side. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then the, there was the disc tray, and you could hit the eject button, you know, and the disc comes out. And on that disc tray, there was a PlayStation symbol. You can turn that PlayStation symbol. So if it's standing up, you can turn it so that it still reads right side up. What? Oh, oh, really? I had oh. no idea. Blew my mind. Oh, you know what? Speaking of PlayStation, I take that back. I didn't know
0: that PlayStation 3 could play P- PS1 games.
2: Wow. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that right away either. Yeah. Ooh. So I didn't know that one. Look at That, that. one caught me off guard.
0: Yeah. What about you, Edward?
1: Man, now I'm trying to think. I'm sure I have. Um, Probably something with our Amazon Echo device, whose name I won't say because it's right here. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's, I I have discovered
3: a few things. It's like, oh, I can get local Fort Wayne news on here. Look at that. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Ed. I think uh, sometimes, like Apple always does this with iPhones. There's always little tricks and things that, that you that may not be public but you can kind of figure them out and so i always i always enjoy that stuff it's always oh you know what it's it's yeah it it's expected but it's kind of unexpected and it's kind of it's little shortcuts that kind of help yep. and i enjoy that. alt tab on the computer gabe you taught that to me alt tab is my life alt tab i really? taught
0: that to you that's amazing
1: you, yep you taught that to me i remember the, where you were living and what room we were in and everything that's crazy were you yeah. like? How did you do that's that? And awesome. I
0: was like Alt Tab. You're like, what is that? And I was like, you don't know Alt Tab. Pretty much. Sweet. I remember it too. Yep. Just kidding. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, let's go. Uh, MLS Chop. Have you ever bought merch for something that you were admittedly not a huge fan of, but thought was cool slash interesting? If so, what was it and do you have any concerns for owning it? For example, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but visiting Disney World last week, all of the Star Wars merch was so dope. I ended up buying a resistance jacket, but now I'm constantly concerned that Star Wars fans are going to come up and talk to me and I'm only going to disappoint in my <laughs> lack of knowledge. That's pretty funny. That's awesome.
0: That's really good. Um, I, yes, I bought a, a um, Mega Man helmet. Oh, and, that's right. Uh, off that's of, right. There was like a some kind of price freak out on some website. And so they were like going for like extremely cheap. And so I bought one and I'm not a huge Mega Man fan, but I do have it on the bookshelf, even though I'm not a huge fan. Chris?
2: I feel like there has to be something that I've bought before. Uh, but there's one thing that I can say that I've always thought or toyed with the idea of purchasing is is either like a print or like a little figurine or something of anything related to anime because I I think the art's super cool but I've just never really been able to get into anime and I'd feel like such a poser if I had some some anime something or other and it's like oh you watch that series nah I don't I don't <laughs> I just right, right. the exactly. only thing that I have is I do have some Death Note Funko Pops because that's the only anime I've ever watched and was like this is awesome and watched all the way through mm. so there you go yeah.
1: Edward, I don't think so. I don't really collect much. So what I when I do buy something, it's usually something that that I'm a fan of.
0: You've bought a lot of games that you've just tried. Yeah,
3: but I don't really. Th- I, I, I see, but you don't buy the merch, yeah? That- though, do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's true. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: that's a little different. Yeah,
3: yeah. Here's here's your Sherlock Holmes hat, there, Ed. Go oh, for it, man. I would love a Sherlock Holmes Sherlock Holmes hat, <laughs> Tim. Um, yeah, I actually I. I like to back up what I purchase. Like so I don't go out of, if I haven't played it, seen it, watched it or anything, I usually won't get any of the merch. Um and I actually did that for Stranger Things because there were some really cool t-shirts that I liked, but I'm like, man, I had I haven't watched it yet. So I'm not gonna wear something that's that I'm not gonna know anything about. Mm. Yeah, it so, makes sense. Uh, I yeah, I like to I like to know what I'm because it also like sparks conversations too, which I enjoy. Like if yeah. somebody you know, mention something, then you can go back and forth. Especially gaming shirts. Like I still love my uh, my Bioshock shirt that I got with um oh what did with the Big Daddy in it, and like I got a couple reactions from that, and I was just like, yeah, I've got some gamers up in here. This is great. Nice. So, yeah, that's always that nice. Yeah. It's always great. Good question, Nathan Dugas, Frozen Gamer. Uh, I recently picked up both the original Doom ninety three and Doom two on Switch, a buck forty nine each. And finish the first uh, and working on the second. The thing is that I've never actually played either of them before this. Just a smidge of Doom 64, meaning I'm 27 years removed from the original Doom's release and 26 years from the sequel. What is the furthest removed you've ever been from a game you've played for the first time?
0: <sighs> oh, there's got to be something that I played late. I just can't remember off the top of my head, but it's definitely happened. So I was like, here I am playing this game. Uh, gosh. You know, I don't... Uh, I don't know. Chris, you have one?
2: I assume this Final Fantasy VII remake doesn't count. No, it doesn't. Because I never, I never played the original one. Then um... Right.
0: There's definitely something I played far removed from when it came mm-hmm. out. I just cannot... Remember what it was, Ed?:
1: uh, I think it was last year or the year before I played the original Assassin's Creed for the first
3: time. Oh, oh, nice. There you go. There you go. Tim I think for me, it's anything from the PlayStation 2 and back because i'm I'm a late bloomer to this whole thing, so i'm but I haven't really played any games like that for the first time. I would like to go back and play the First Assassin's Creed because I love that series. I do have yet to play the first uncharted too so I maybe i oh, yeah. can
0: play that one for sure yep Yeah. oh you know what yep. i don't know if yep. i ever beat the first halo and so when oh, the yeah. master chief collection came out i i, I played that youtube Ooh, Tim. that would be my that would be mine then yep yeah there you go i always played it on like uh co-op which i don't always feel like is a fair to say i beat it on co-op
3: right mm-hmm. yeah there you go yeah that's a good one, Nathan. Thank you. Uh, Calm Fury, what video games have made you cry, whether with laughter or from sadness? Man, I mean, you know, we've talked about being broken lately. And
0: so <laughs> I'm sure there'll be something sooner than later. But I don't think I've actually ever cried in a game uh, before. I've definitely mm. been surprised by decisions yeah. that were made. I remember there's a part, there's a scene in a hotel room in Uncharted 4, and I remember being like, "Ooh!" Mm-hmm. Like mm, it just yeah. kind of hit me. I was like, "Oh, you had trouble, right?" Um, yeah. And then obviously, we're all going to say the beginning of the Last of Us uh, yeah. caught me off guard. I was like, "Oh snap! That was that was pretty amazing." But I don't remember the last time I like really got emotional uh, playing a game. Chris, you got one?
2: Uh, yeah, Last of Us did did that to me. Um, I got a little um. I wouldn't say I was on the verge of crying, but a little like I got to pause for a moment on some areas of God of War. And then um, mm. there was also, uh, shoot, man, I, there was a, one other one. It, like literally it was just my head and I'm blanking on it now. But it, again, it was a similar situation with um, God of War where I didn't, oh, I know what it was. It was in, There was a a scene in Metal Gear Solid 5 where you, you have to go through this one aspect on Mother Base. I don't want to say it because it's, It's a really cool scene, Um, but it's something where it it was just, it kind of was the same thing in the God of War where, where it just made me kind of like, oh man, this like, it it was like hitting me. I wasn't on the verge of crying or anything like that, but it was like, this is not cool that I'm having to do this right now. Kind of thing. So, Mm, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never cried from sadness at a game. Um, And it's not really because of the game, but I have definitely cried from laughter while playing with the community
3: oh yeah i bet oh yeah Yeah. that makes sense that's awesome yeah i love that that's good yeah for me it was last of us 2 i i uh i got emotional you played last of us 2 already yeah man i got i got that exclusive (laughs) um but yeah and and yeah, I have definitely laughed to the point of crying playing with you, jokers, and just with some of the other uh, community members, especially some Overwatch stuff. Like I, I still had s- the best time playing Overwatch this past uh, extra live stream. Gosh, that was so much fun! I think Jackbox brings on the tears too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Good call. yeah. That's true. Yeah, I definitely so. had yep.
2: some. Uh, I don't know why my head just went directly to that, even though it was mentioned in the question. But yeah, I've definitely laughed. Man, when we played Jackbox stuff at, at, after, I think it was 200 that first time.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh yep. Gosh. I mean, it's been good every time that we've done it, but that first time in particular. it's <laughs> oh, <laughs> <insane>. so funny.
3: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Good question. Facebook, Joseph Grimm. It took me a couple years, but I finally buckled down and finished Horizon Zero Dawn. By the end, I was ready for it to wrap up. That being said, I didn't go into the DLC after. So my question is, if the DLC is available, do you play after the game or take a break? And if you do take a break, do you return to the game later or never get around to it?
0: If I don't, I'm not big on DLC, but if I don't play the DLC right then, it's not getting played. Mm. Um, the only one that that kind of flies in the face of is I did go back and play fetches. Oh, dlc yeah. from infamous mm-hmm. i felt like that was a long time after that actually came out nice um but like the spider-man dlcs as much as i loved spider-man i never went back wow. and played those just because it was it yep. was too far removed for me i had moved on
1: yeah Go i gotta play right away otherwise i forget the controls and that's what happened to me with horizon i've got the dlc and i tried to play it but i had totally forgotten how to do anything in there
0: yeah exactly chris
2: Um, I'm fall mostly in the Gabe camp where if it's not available right away, I'm it. it I'm probably not going to play it. And this really mainly um, goes towards single-player stuff. Like, I, I buy tons and play tons of DLC for multiplayer things. Yeah, yeah, um, right. But yeah, for story DLC... Cause it's the same way. Like I never played the frozen wilds, even though I bought it for horizon zero dawn. Now I do plan to go back and replay horizon zero dawn. Once I'm don't have as much work. And if I don't get distracted by something else, I'd like to play it before final fantasy seven comes out. Cause I think a month I could get through it. And then the way that it works as I understand it, is it's just part of the map. Now I could just do it and I could yeah. finally play mm-hmm. it. It'd be no big deal. Um, same thing though with the spider-man. I mean, I bought the collector's edition, so I got all the DLC that came out for that game as it came out, but it came out. After I'd moved on and I never went back and played any of it yet. Yeah. So it's like, I really do need, I don't think that I'm much for the DLC unless it's really far removed. And it is, it works better for me. Kind of like if it is like first light where it you label it or you market it as a standalone DLC kind of thing where it's like, it's in the universe, but it's almost a new game kind of in a way. Yeah. Same thing with lost legacy. It just, even though it just felt like a brand new game even mm-hmm. though it was kind of tied to that universe that you had just fi- finished playing, you know, a few months back. Yeah.
3: Whatever. Tim, what uh, about you? Man, Joseph, I did this. I actually did Horizon Zero Dawn, played some other stuff. When the DLC came out, I played it again. It was really tough to get back into it. Uh, I had to remember all the controls. I, I was really lost for like the good first 45 minutes to an hour. I was a little lost. And so I say, do it right afterwards. Cause otherwise you probably won't get to it. And I, I don't play a ton of DLC. It just happened to be, like, I, I wanted to play Horizon Zero Dawn some more. It had been a minute, and then I'm like, all right, I'll get back to it. And it was, it was a little challenging for me to get back to it. So, I don't know. We shall see. You. There you go. All right, Dan, Dan Stockwell. If you had a chance to make a game, what kind of game would it be and why?
0: Oh. <sighs> My answer has changed over time because yeah. I love linear storytelling games, mm-hmm. but I really do like RPGs in the way that you spend so much time with the character that you you really do fall in love with them. I would, If I would have been asked this question probably before I pl- played Breath of the Wild, I would have said, yeah, un- like an uncharted Last of Us type thing. And I don't know really what camp Zelda is put in because it doesn't feel like an RPG necessarily, Mm -hmm. but it definitely doesn't feel like just a straight up linear single player story game. But whatever that Zelda realm is where you're with a character for a long time and uh, and can do just a bunch of questing and you are leveling up. So, you know, there's obviously RPG elements, um, but I don't know what that's considered. Yeah, but I would say whatever Breath of the Wild was yeah nice. what do you think what say you ed
1: uh kind of in that same vein of like a uh uncharted or a tomb raider i would love a good indiana jones game
0: Mm. it's gonna be better than the movies that's for sure come on man Mm. yeah
1: right
0: (laughs) i mean the newer movies the old ones are classics exactly what say you chris
2: uh first of all if i'm responsible for making a game that's gonna be a horrible game Oh, so, what? Why you say that? i just don't think that i would make a very good video game your
0: creativity just doesn't work that way is that what you're I,
2: saying i don't feel like it would um if it was a movie or a video that might be different i know that they're kind of in a similar creative vein in some respects but if i were going to make one and i had an awesome team around me who could do all the really good stuff i probably would just make some type of first person shooter I, I don't know whether it would be story based or just multiplayer based but i feel like that's where i From a game making standpoint, probably have the most knowledge on what I know what I like, and I know what would work. I feel like would work well. Yeah, so I'd probably Mm -hmm. do something in that realm.
0: What say you, Tim?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Gabe. I, I mean, I'm a story guy. I, I, it would definitely be in the third party, the third person. Not, I, I, I prefer those kind of games anyway. Uh, big, nice and big, lots of side quests, some stealth. Go for it. I, as far as time period, I, w- I would love to do like old school Britain. Like I've been watching mm. a lot of those period pieces, like, uh, just finished like the last kingdom and, and been, uh, doing Vikings and, and a, a bunch of other, uh, what do we else? The Tudors and all that stuff. And I, I, it's, it's such a cool time period. I'd, I'd love to do something like that. That'd there you awesome. go. Nice. Yeah. that would be great. Great question. Uh, let's move on. Nathan Thomas at Voice by Nathan. We've got a quick fire. Nice. So let's go. Yeah. Here we go. Number one, ice cream or frozen custard? Ice cream. Ice cream. Uh, lately, custard, actually. Uh, Ooh, ice cream for me. Uh, number two, <laughs> mint or cinnamon? Mint. Cinnamon. cinnamon. Cinnamon makes your breath hot and stinky. Exactly. <laughs> That's why you pick that it. That is the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> cinnamon. Uh number 3, Batman or Superman? Batman. Batman. Uh Superman. Batman. Uh 4, vacation or staycation? Vacation. Vacation.
2: Chris, I'll say vacation, I guess. Why? Why are you so <laughs> disgruntled so about reluctant? it? Yeah. Well, no, I know that the answer is supposed to be like which I'd rather do, but I've done way more staycations and I've had some good staycations, so I don't think they're that bad. So why don't you say staycation? Because I feel like vacation is more sexy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like to go on the, the vacation, you know what I mean? Like, that's more exciting than a staycation, but I've had good ones.
3: That's all, yeah, I, I want do to like do the fun
2: staycation. one. That
0: was, Chris, Chris's answer is vacation in parentheses staycation, though, really. Staycation. <laughs> there you go. That's right. A staycation
2: yep. where I just paint the walls a different colors so it feels like a vacation.
3: Uh, there, you go. Oh, What's, there you go. What say you, Tim? I'm stay- uh, I'm vacation too. Uh, number five: electric
2: guitar or acoustic? Acoustic. Acoustic. Uh, oh, uh.
0: Acoustic. What? No, why go. are you so, uh, so, so disappointed there, about it? I like electric. guitar. Why are you so guitar?
1: disappointed? Yeah, yeah. Just say staycation. <laughs> I love <laughs> because there's I love so the many tones. cool
0: things you could do with electric guitar, but electric guitar That's needs it. electricity, and I mm-hmm. think that. It, acoustic guitar you could take anywhere and it's just music at the drop of a hat.
3: There you go. That is true. Uh number six, whiskey with ice or neat. Neat. Really? Or with ice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on your staycation? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I like it both ways, but I'll uh, you know what? I'll go with ice, actually. Chris. I don't care, man. I don't
2: really drink whiskey. I don't drink whiskey. I've tried to get yeah. into it and I just can't. Yeah. You- Actually,
3: Gabe, for me, it depends on the season. If it's summer, ice, if it's like colder, neat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I feel you on that. Uh, number seven work out in the morning or in the evening? Evening. Morning. Always. N- morning. Ooh, morning. Can't do it. Morning. morning. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm too tired. I wish the I could, but I can't get it out of the way. Number number eight, peanuts or pretzels? Peanuts. Mm. <laughs> Chris.
2: <what's> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <Peanuts>? <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want either really
3: uh choose sir choose uh peanuts for me yeah i go peanuts yep. peanuts for me <laughs> all right last one you pop pringles can you stop yes that's the the jingle is you yeah know, once stop. you pop you can't yes stop. i can stop i mean you could stop when i'm three quarters of the way through them <laughs> uh, i can stop i usually only get like
0: five to seven pringles at a time yeah either.
3: Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, we're out of time. That's it for the questions. We have a few. I'm. Go- I'll hold for next next week because there's some there's some good ones. But I know uh, Gabe's got to go. Thank you everybody for all the questions. We really appreciate it. Yes, so we do appreciate yes. it.
0: The question of the week for you guys is: Where do you see gaming? Since we're all gamers, where do you see gaming pop up in your just regular life? Let me paint the picture. Mm. I was at a church one day and. They had like all the children's rooms blocked out into PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4. What? And like, they were oh, different colors. Yeah. I don't know what PS stood for, but all I could see obviously was <laughs> PlayStation, and PlayStation 2. And then <laughs> when when I was driving to my grandparents' house, right after you get over the Golden Gate, there's an exit called Sir Francis Drake what? Exit. Yes. You know, it's the Sir Francis Drake Exit. That's perfect. And so I was like, down, uncharted. And so where do you like randomly see, you know, through your gamer eyes, where do you see video games in your regular life?
3: Wow. Man, that's a toughie.
0: It is a tough one.
3: But, you know, sometimes there's always
0: that thing that you see and you're like, hey, 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 that's like Mm -hmm. a video game thing. But you don't say it out loud, but you just know it in your heart. Wow.
2: Chris, you got anything? Um. In the Metal Gear Solid 5 days, when I was really playing that a lot, working towards the Platinum, there were several times where I would go, I'd stop at this one gas station along my route, and for, I don't know why, but there would always be these containers out next to it, and I would be like, I'm gonna go fault in that thing, that's immediately where my head would go, and that's the thing that <laughs> Snake, nice. the big boss, would do when on the, on the game, and then... Man, it's re- it's not something I would see per se, but it's really hard when you're packing to not have that Tetris music just kick up in the head. Oh, yeah, so true.
4: The
2: pieces in. Nice.
3: <laughs> Tim, you have one. Uh, I don't, but if I see somebody wearing anything and and not like your typical. Like, I like looking at the the video game merch that's a little more underground. Like, if I see it, I'm like, I'll just say great shirt as I'm passing by, and that's all I'll say. Just as a little nod. I recognize it. That's cool. And we go mm-hmm. for it. Ed? There's a new Sia song that she really? sings with BTS.
1: I have okay. no idea what she's saying, but <laughs> but ah. Sarah and I say... I'm on fire. Bring the payload. I'm
0: on fire. Bring the (laughs) payload. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I love that. I'm on fire. Bring Bring the the payload. payload. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Move in with the payload. (laughs) So the question for you guys is, through your gamer eyes, where do you see video games in your regular real life? And we will talk about it next week. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. Three ninety in the books I'm your boy Gabe Batillo. that is Tim Router that is Ed Placentia. that is Chris McCracken and we are married to the games and we are up out this thing Boom!